0: You do if you had the freedom to pursue the things you enjoy the most. How incredible would it feel to have the resources to pursue your passions fully and live life on your terms? This is Brandon Jenkins, host of the Capital Stack podcast and principal of Birch Prosper. You might have heard that 90% of the world's wealthiest people attribute their wealth to real estate investing. Well, guess what? It's true. Investing in real property continues to be the greatest generator of wealth all over the world. So join us each week on the Capital Stack podcast to hear about how commercial real estate group investment opportunities can help you reach true financial freedom and give you your time back. Hello, what's up and welcome back to the Capital Stack. I'm your host, Brandon Jenkins. I want to start off by thanking you for listening to this podcast and for being a supporter of the show. I really enjoy podcasting as a means of reaching more people than I would have otherwise been able to. And so I really appreciate you for tuning in. You know, I enjoy speaking with the featured guests, sharing their perspectives, their journey and expertise with you. And I hope you learn from their experience. Um, You know, so a few weeks ago, I realized that we are almost at episode number 20. And that during my interviews, we've discussed everything from getting your first deal all the way to starting a $100 million acquisitions fund. So that's a lot of material to cover. And I wanna make sure the terminology used on the show is explained in a way that new and experienced investors can learn from what's being said. So I'm gonna do a little real estate uh, syndication 101, and every so often, I will try to mix in these brief informational episodes to make sure that we're all on the same page. So um, I think the last solo episode I did was where I talked about the components of the capital stack in a real estate transaction. Well, in this episode, I'm going to talk about the responsibilities of the general partnership team or the GP team so that we can better understand the relationship between the LP limited partner and the GP group. Uh, So in its simplest form, a real estate syndication deal or a group investment is when people pool their capital together to acquire an asset. And uh, so, if we talk at a very high level about what the roles and responsibilities are in a typical syndication, then it's divided into two very broad uh, groups or parties. Uh, you have the general partnership, and then you have the limited partnership group. The GP is the active group in the partnership, and the LP is the passive partner in the deal. So, being passive, however, does not make the LP group any less important. Um, now, why would I say that? Well, because it's not uncommon for LP investors as a whole. Uh, to contribute 90% of the equity required to close the deal. So the partners play a key role in syndication deals. Um, now let's talk about the GP team a bit. You know, I read in an, in an article um, on LinkedIn recently where the author drew an analogy between the real estate syndication team and an airline crew. And uh, it said the, the pilots that keep the plane in the sky and then safely land it are like the general partners, while the passengers who who buy their tickets to allow the airline to fly them uh, to their destination in the first place are limited partners, where of course buying uh, the ticket is kind of like bringing equity to the deal. Not the greatest uh, analogy, but it, it works. And in this analogy, the airline crew and the remote staff, um, they will be like the supporting team. So they help out with the heavy lifting, but they're not the general partners since they don't directly manage the airplane. I mean, I kind of, you know, I hope that helps create a mental picture, a little bit of how this works, but let's let's get a little specific with this. So you can broadly group the responsibilities of the GP team into two categories: this acquisitions and operations. And let's start with acquisitions. So have you uh, have you ever seen um, a side view or a cross sectional view of an iceberg? And when you look at this image or graphic. You know, you see this tiny little piece of the iceberg sticking up above the surface of the water, but then you look down at the rest of the iceberg uh, below the surface, and it's like 10 times the size of the piece that was sticking up. Well, I kind of feel like uh, that's how acquisitions uh, works or, or or how the acquisitions phase of work is in a syndication. You know, by the time a passive investor is presented with an opportunity to partner, it's already packaged and, and it's cleaned up and it's um, uh, the upfront work has already been done. And so the LP investor only really sees the tip of the iceberg. Uh, again, not the best uh, analogy, but, um, uh, but y- y- you get the point here. So uh, during the acquisitions phase, the general partnership team has to uh, build their team. They have to find a market if they haven't already done so. They have to build local relationships with the real estate professionals and brokers. Uh, they have to negotiate deals perform due diligence on deals and more. And so let's dig into this a bit. So what does the GP uh, do during acquisitions? Well, number one, again, they have to build their team. So not only do they have to build the team that will acquire and manage the asset, they also have to build relationships with the real estate professionals who will help them get the deal done. I mean, this includes uh, commercial real estate brokers and sellers, transactional and securities attorneys, loan brokers, property management companies, contractors, insurance brokers, I mean, and and they also have to build, of course, a community of potential investors, because after all, you know, I don't care how incredible the deal is. If no one knows who the sponsors are, then they really don't have a deal in the first place. Okay, they don't have a shot. So the GP team needs to um, establish relationships with people who will help them streamline their business as well and make it easier for them to engage with investors, you know, so that they can do things like wire funds um, and invest in the deal. Because, again, you can have a home run deal as a syndicator. But if you don't have the right mechanism in place for investors to engage with you, wire funds communicate with you, then you really don't have a deal. OK, um, so after the GP build, builds their team, it's time to find a deal. But before that, they have to you know find a great market to invest in. And um, this is a big deal because the uh, there are plenty of areas where or cities or MSAs where the fundamentals make it really challenging, if not impossible, to find a property that's going to cash flow or or to find a property that fits what their investors are looking for, okay? So after they nail down the market, the GP team can start sourcing deals, usually from a broker, but uh, they can also attempt to to, uh, communicate directly um, with the owner or seller. Um, And in addition to finding the deal, they're going to start analyzing the numbers to see if the returns fit their criteria and more importantly, their investors' criteria. Okay, so uh, once they have their team, they've got their market, and they've started uh, finding and underwriting deals. Well, the next step is to get properties under contract okay, and, and to negotiate the terms of the contract. And this is where spending the time to build a solid team in the first place really comes in handy for a syndicator, because then they can rely on their legal team during, during negotiations. Um, and it goes without saying that the GP is paying for all of this work up front, uh, bef- again, before the LP uh, even sees the deal. So um, now every operator is different, but, uh, you know, this might be the first time in the process where you as a limited partner um, are even made aware of the the potentially upcoming deal. And so if you're on the mailing list or the contact list of a syndicator, you know, then you might get a note or something in your inbox that says, hey, I've got this 150 uh, unit property under contract. Um, Stay tuned for more communication regarding this opportunity. And of course, it depends on the type of deal it is and the type of uh, filing. But generally, that's the idea. But let's think about that for a second, right? So all of this work has, uh, that's been done all up to this point, um, it's just a, a huge amount of work that goes into it. And so that's one of the amazing things about being an LP investor, a limited partner, is that uh, you have the opportunity to create wealth, uh, wealth passively, um, but you get to skip past all of that work that I just went to, went through and all of the work that the GP team has to put in before they can even close the deal. And so, when the property is under contract, the sponsorship team conducts uh, due diligence on the asset and secures financing for the transaction, which includes um, signing as the guarantor of the debt on the property. By the way, you know, as a limited partner, um, they have some limited partners have something that's called limited liability, meaning their personal assets typically uh, cannot be used to satisfy business debts and liabilities. Now, I'm not an attorney, so you need to consult with your attorney for legal advice. But that's just my. Just conveying my experience here with you. Okay, so that covers acquisitions. And um, the next phase is operations, which uh, is, is again, an active undertaking for the GP. And it's an ongoing active um, uh, undertaking throughout the life of the asset, throughout the whole uh, whole period. Uh, So the work required to operate an asset and to deliver returns to investors is a huge topic. And really, it's too much to cover here. Um, This is kind of just, again, a brief uh, uh, episode, and we'll have more detail on this um, as we go in later episodes. But the two primary objectives during this phase, during the operations phase, are to uh, first act as the asset manager. In other words, the GP manages the manager, right? So they manage the property manager. And this is assuming, uh, in this case, that the GP is not acting directly as the property manager on the deal, because because depending on the uh, syndication group or the sponsor, they might do that. So you might be both uh, uh, asset manager and property manager. Okay. But the second uh, objective is to execute the business plan. And so again, the role of the GP team is very much an active role. Okay. There's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes, um, but the beauty of this business is that the interests of all parties involved really should be aligned, right? Because that's what it takes to build a solid uh, partnership in this space. Um, So again, you know, my goal is just to share uh, as much information with you to help you make an informed decision and to feel more confident in yourself as an investor. Okay. So again, um, just wanted to do a really quick kind of a one-on-one type of episode. It's been a while since I've done a solo uh, episode, but um, I hope this helps. I hope this, you know, shines light just a little bit more kind of on what exactly both groups and growth both parties uh, do in a syndication uh, uh, opportunity. And I I thank you again for tuning in and we'll see you next time. As always, thank you so much for tuning into the show today brought to you by Bridge Prosper. If you enjoyed today's episode and you'd like to learn more about commercial real estate investing, please like, subscribe and share. And we'll see you again next week. I'm Brandon Jenkins, and this is The Capital Stack, where we help you learn, apply and prosper.